So I'm back. You alright? Um, so, where are we at today? I have someone coming over to view. Um... Yeah, sorry, I've got someone coming over to view my flat. Um, and, well, they've got about, see, my clock's running, no, it's not even running slow, that's the problem, I'm, I'm in such a mild state, so for, um, I've I've literally I'm I've never been so nervous, uh, <laughs> because um, the I know I'll go I'll go through this at a proper date, but basically the person who's coming to view, um, also booked through Purple Bricks, which is who I am also selling. So I've got two agents. I'm currently selling through Purple Bricks another agent. Now the other other agent, I want them to take it off their books um, because, you know, they promised, they over-promised and under-delivered. They said it was going to be sold by now. It hasn't. But, um, yeah, so um, I'm basically just trying to get my flat sold. I want to be out in a new property and I've got a lot of big projects planned for next year now. I'm going to start doing some collaborations on probably not this podcast because this is all me. Um, but I'm going to start up a new thing where I just talk to random people for about 10, 15 minutes, all unedited because I'm lazy. Um, and yeah, so that, that should be a thing. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a bit of fun. But before that, as I said, I've got someone coming over. So um, they they did a viewing through Purple Bricks around the same time as um, it coming from the agent. Um, then I messaged them through Purple Bricks going... Are you the same person? Because I have the full name on Purple Bricks, but with um, the other agent, they only give me the last name. So they were like... So I messaged the guy through Purple Bricks going, oh, like, you're going to view it an hour later. Like, are you sure? Then he's like, oh, I'll cancel. I didn't know it's the same property. Because the pictures are done almost six months later. So a lot of things... Not a lot. A few things have moved around. I don't know how you can tell they were the same property, but I digress. Um, so yeah, he's coming over, which I'm, you know, I'm stalling for time, really, um, bit very nervous, I don't know why, um, it's, but the thing is, I'm just making sure that, like, everything's okay for when they come over, but I've probably cleaned and cleaned and cleaned, it's probably more than it should be. Make sure everything sounds okay as well. Um, one thing they tell you when uh, selling, don't spray too much. Also, not about. Also, not just about spraying too much, but make sure. I've just put a fan on. Uh, make sure everything's basically neutral as possible. Um, but yeah, so it's just a waiting game now for someone to turn up. Um, it's a bit of a violation, I think, sometimes when people come to view. Um, I'm a bit nervous because I'm like, this could be the person. Like, the fact that they had booked through Purple Bricks, I'm like, this could be a good omen. 
I mean, ideally, I hope they go for purple bricks because it saves me two and a half grand. Because the agent, the agent um, that I'm looking for, that I've gone through, they cost two and a half grand, and I've already paid purple bricks, who are fifteen hundred. Um, I've said before, I'll talk about purple bricks another time, but they should be a no sale, no fee. Yes, they are cheaper. You know, and it's not, I've been reading online, it's not too difficult to sell your property um, by yourself. Uh, a car's pulled up here, I don't think it's the person, it shouldn't be, because we've still got 20 minutes to go. No, someone needs to leave him. Um, oh, it's the two neighbours. There's uh, two neighbours here who I don't particularly like. I've never I've spoken to them. They're both interesting guys, so it's a gay couple. Um, one clearly has some sort of condition, which is why he, well, he never leaves the flat. He could be furloughed, but every time they get a delivery, they meet the person downstairs. Like, they had a Sainsbury's delivery, and... And I guess it's a good thing as well for the person who's doing delivery. Like, they haven't got to go up. I think they're at the top floor of my flat, so I haven't got to go up two flights of stairs. Three. Um, they just drop it off of the door. Um, and they have their own bags. It's really weird. Like, they'll take the bags, put it, like, from the Sainsbury's, and then I'll put it in. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Anyway, back to person coming over. So the flat's tidied. I've dumped a lot of stuff in my girlfriend's car as well it looks very presentable i like it um her birthday was last week so there's a lot of birthday cards still about and birthday balloons as well so people that come in and probably think the girl owns this um a lot of time when people have come to view and with purple bricks the reason why it's so cheap is that it's like a no frills so you pay for extra so if you want someone to the estate agent to show your property it's 400 pound extra and i was like well no, why should I do that? I could just do that myself anyway. Cut out of the middleman. And that's just, it's, you get into a flow. You get into a real flow of actually showing people around your own property. Now, mine's a studio flat, as I've said multiple times before. Probably, well, I've deleted a lot of podcasts, so probably not. <laughs> but there's a lot of things where, there's a lot of things where you kind of, you turn it into like a little show. So I've watched a lot of like selling. I've not seen Selling Sunset. There's another show on ITV. Um, I think it's it's selling New York or something. I can't remember what it's called. It's got New York in the title. Um, and I've kind of taken inspiration from that. So you have to set, you have to dress the room, which is basically declutter. Make it like a show home. So you make it so people can visualise. Because if you've got a lot of crap everywhere, people can't visualise their own stuff and go, well, I put this there, I put that there. Which you, you'd think... Sounds stupid, but actually, it is kind of the truth. Like, I've looked at a lot of properties recently. And even myself, I'm like, I don't know where you'd find the space to put X, Y, Z. You know, a lot of my, my stuff is still at my parents. Four and a half years after moving out. I spoke to my cousin, he was like, I've still got stuff after eight years of moving out. It's still in my old room. And I'm like, what? I don't want to get that bad. But hopefully, once I, literally, once this is sold, I can properly declutter and bring everything back. I realised I was going to be talking about the two boys, but I did, I did that already. Anyway, so this is just nervousness. This is one thing that I'm doing just to calm myself down. I am pacing. I'm probably going to do over a thousand steps just talking because I'm just pacing because I'm just waiting for even the estate agent to turn out. 
so we can talk briefly. Um, and then I could just say to them, you know, you're going to take this off? Or when are you going to take it off? Because, you know, they were like very overconfident. Oh, we're going to send them a month, we're going to send them a month. Everyone wants studio flats, like investment, investment, investment. The problem I also have as well, it's about supply and demand. Right now, a lot of people in my area, or a lot of people on my road, they're all selling. So, people... Some people, like, if I'd probably owned this place since the 90s or something, or probably even longer, it wouldn't be so much of an issue selling because I could take a lower price than what it is. The problem is I've only just moved in, so the idea of me taking less money, also taking less money than what I actually paid for it doesn't make any sense. You know, my studio flat is fairly... If you've got the right vision as well, this is the problem... There's a house a few doors up. It's a one-bed house, right? And for me, it would be ideal to move into. Because also I have the vision of turning the kitchen into a second bedroom. The layout of the place is quite skew-if. So you couldn't really put in a bedroom, like a second bedroom. Like on the top, on the, on the top floor, because it's literally bathroom. The upstairs is bathroom, bedroom. Right, but I have the vision where the kitchen you could turn that into like an office, a spare room. I already I have the vision. I already said to myself, I'm gonna have the room, the kitchen room, well, the kitchen, and turn that into an office space slash meditation room slash spare room. So I'd have a Murphy bed. So I've got utilized as much space as possible. I've looked at a living. Um, it's called a living um, table where you, it's like fixed to the wall, like a Murphy bed as well. And then you can pull it down and it's all once. It's like a photo frame, but the photo frame, like shelves, but then you pull it down and it becomes uh, a table. So that would be somewhere I could like do office stuff as well. These are all good ideas in principle. Um, and also a guest bed if someone wants to come over and stuff, but that wouldn't be something I'd do instantly. It'd be something I'd do, you know, once I moved in. I've already said that any place I buy, the one room I would do first, and I think in general should be the bathroom. Because after that, you can live around, you can't live around not having a bathroom. So if they have to tile the floors and stuff, you know, you can't, sometimes you can't go on it for at least 12 hours. You can't step foot. It's the idea of not being able to go to the toilet properly um, for 12 hours is a bit meh. You know what I mean? And I did say I would probably like hire a portaloo if, if I really. Didn't want to go back to our parents as well. So anyway, there's no, the stage just hasn't turned off. The stage before turned up like five minutes. Before they were supposed to show someone over. I think the last people that came over was the two women. They were very thankful for allowing me to view their space. My space, sorry. I'm like, oh, you really love it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for, like, letting us walk around and see your flat. I'm like, mm, okay, we'll put in an offer. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. Um, projects. So, I'm, I'm going to start up in probably my last new Instagram page. That's going to be about plants. Um, I'm just thinking of a name. I've got two. Um... The one I can tell you about, because the other one I think is really clever. I don't think anyone's got it. But the second one, which is like my plan B, will be something along like Plant Daddy. 
or plant parent, something with plant, it's going to have plant in it. It's very basic, but that is the plant, plan B. Maybe plant B, I don't know. Um, but the other one, I think, is a glorious title, so I'm not going to give that away just yet. Um, bearing in mind, I've had this for, like, six months, and I haven't tried to register or look into having, like, the Instagram handle. So I've got to make sure my keys will be as well. Last time, I'm not skipping all over the place. See, I'm getting really nervous. This isn't like me. Um... Last time someone came over to view as well, um, I... What happened last time when someone came over to view? What happened last time? I can't remember what happened. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever got this nervous. I think it's just because I'm like, I have high hopes. The fact that this guy's, you know, looked at it and tried to book it. Oh, sorry, let's skip that. When um, I... So before when I had one... This agent's only brought over two... This would be the third person they brought over fourth um one p one one people that they so what it's basically they have their main salesperson who did the first lot and then i think after a month he gives it to like the interns to do it right (coughs) so the first one he didn't lock the door back right because basically i stepped out like the view if you're looking to buy property you don't want the homeowners in the property you know, when you're there slagging it off, you don't want to be there. It's a bit awkward for them because they may not be able to, they may feel that they can't say what they want to as well. <clears throat> so they may be like, oh, I can't, I can't really talk about the property because the owner's around. Myself, couldn't care less. Still got 10 minutes and no one's here yet. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, so the person, yeah, so the other person, the Saturday person turned up. And he closed the door back. Now, luckily, I have my keys on me. If I didn't, I'd be buggered. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, this is just me nervously talking because I've got nothing to do. I genuinely have just been pacing around my flat. It's like waiting for a date or something. I don't know. It's just, it's just a really awkward thing. Not even the estate agents here. The last people um, that were here a few weeks ago... They um, got lost. They were at another, like the other side of the block. The numbers are a bit weird though, as well. I have to admit, because <clears throat> like when you, because there's a mixture of like little blocks of flats as well as houses, so the numbering doesn't doesn't really correlate. It it's kind of is it like a a circle in the middle, which is houses, but like the outside, it starts from one. Or whatever, um, and then by the time you get to the like the inside bit, the numbers shoot up. Like I'd have to visualize it. I have to show you why. But well, you just get Google Maps if you know where I live. Google Maps it. It's just really weird. You have one row which is like hundreds, and then the other side is eighties. It literally like the postman has when they deliver, they start delivering at one side of the road. Then they get near to me, and I'm a different number. So they have to kind of go back on themselves and then come back up. It's really weird. Especially with new postmen. You can tell when they, they get, and they're like, what? what? And I think they're like, oh, this is the, not right. But anyway, <clears throat> um, dressing my flat is the best and worst thing. It's just, it's very tiresome. I think this is the problem what's getting on my nerves. 
the fact that I'm having to like dress it and tidy it up every now and again, and just be like, oh look, look guys, look I can look what I can do. You know, I've got one thing I've noticed: I've got a lot of alcohol still. You know, I think you need really. I just need to to cut down. So I'm, I bought a lot of alcohol because I was doing a gin blog where I was reviewing gin. I have the problem is I'm very lazy, as you can tell by this podcast. There's no intros or outros or editing at all. It's just me waffling. That's why when sometimes I listen to it back, I literally just delete them. I have seven minutes and this guy's not here. No one's here yet. This is also the other problem. I always go, did I get the right time? Did I get the right date? Because before, like, they were... When it was, like, the original OG guy, the salesman, he'd ring me up the day of, or the day before, and be like, is it okay if I still bring people over? Right, yeah, mate, no problem. <clears throat> One thing I have to do is just leave the windows open, just to get the air circulated so there's no coronavirus. Um, which is okay because it's not raining. I think there was one time where... Oh, I think the first time this agent brought someone over, it was chucking it down. So I just had the kitchen window open, which has a bit of a ledge on top of it, so it's not too bad. Um, I'm trying not to talk too much or get into something because I'm just like, this agent's going to turn up at some point. Although I don't think they've ever turned up this late. Last time the guy was here, engine on for about 20 minutes. So that shows me all the faith he has in selling this. I tell you. They'll be, literally, they'll be in here for all of 10 minutes. Because there's not much to look at. It is literally a studio flat. You walk in, you walk out. I hear footsteps. I think also the one good thing about my place is it is done up so it's ready to go you know a lot of the estate agents said to me oh we've got developers who are ready to buy oh here's a mini that's turned up I don't recognise this car that is one thing as well that's good about my road and especially being here is that you notice cars like you notice where people park their cars so you know straight away a car that isn't right, if that makes sense. Like, you'll know the shape of the car. I, I, I know the models. But you know when something's not right, when you're like, oh, that's a new car. Hmm. And you do kind of second-guess yourself. You're like,